Welcome to the Top Diz. I'm your host, Ty. Today, I'm going to be talking about the top things I am looking forward to in Walt Disney World. These are items that are coming to Walt Disney World, whether it's restaurants, hotels, uh, experiences, roller coasters, whatever it may be, but it's my top 10 items that I am super excited about coming to Walt Disney World. And maybe you know all these things, maybe you don't, but we're going to go through it and I'm going to tell you my top 10 items that I'm most excited about and looking forward to within Walt Disney World. Coming in at number 10, and this is something that's been around for a long time, but it hasn't been around uh, for the past, man, it's almost been like two years now, but that is the Walt Disney World Railroad. I miss the Walt Disney World Railroad and it hasn't been working. They have started construction on Tron um, forever ago, at least it seems like forever ago, and the Walt Disney World Railroad has stopped. And I miss it. I truly do. And that's why it's number 10 on my list. And just talking about it, it, here's how Disney describes it. It says, Listen to the clamor of the engine, the chug of the wheels, and the call of the whistle as you travel aboard the Walt Disney World Railroad. Take your seat on one of four meticulously restored vintage narrow-gauge steam trains originally built between 1916 and 1928 and enjoy a relaxing 20-minute, one-and-a-half-mile scenic round-trip tour. It's a convenient and nostalgic way to get around Magic Kingdom Park. And with that, there's there's three stations. Um, so when you talk about it using it as transportation, there's Main Street USA, there's the Frontier Land Station, and there's also a Fantasyland Station. And I do love the train. Like it is a great place to sit down and relax, and you know enjoy something to eat. Just sit down in the shade, get some breeze going with the train, and see most of Magic Kingdom. So it's really fun, and and I miss it dearly. And you know, Walt was the biggest fan of trains. He actually built a train in his backyard prior to building Disneyland and Disney World, and it's really what drove him to create. Um, it's a piece of what drove him to create that for others to enjoy. And so that's why I want the Walt Disney World Railroad to come back, and um, I look forward to it, and can't wait till it does. Uh, but it comes number 10 on my list is, is the Walt Disney World Railroad as far as things as I'm looking forward to coming back to Walt Disney World. Number 9 is also something that we used to have that we don't currently have, and that is Fast Passes. I miss Fast Passes. And some people some people actually during you know this, this COVID um, the era were we're all for not bringing fast passes back because crowds were so low it kept everybody in one line and it truly did um, flow really quickly without fast passes so if you don't know what fast passes are when you go to disney world and you buy a ticket historically at disney world you got to book three fast passes each day and what that did is it just allowed you to get to the front of the line for three different rides and you could get fast passes um you know, 60 days in advance or 180 days in advance if you're staying on property. Long story short, you could you could get them in advance. Now, however, we don't have fast passes, and unfortunately, crowds are going up, 
and lines are getting a lot longer. There's no meet and greets right now. A lot of the shows, parades, all that stuff still hasn't come back, but they keep opening the gates to more and more people, and so those lines keep getting longer and longer and longer, and that's why I want fast passes back. I think if they brought more things back into the parks, like shows, fireworks, car, uh, um, parades, those types of things, and got rid of the cavalcades, it would open up those lines a little bit better and make them not as long, but those lines just keep getting long, and I think here in summer we're seeing that build up, and so I really think fast passes should come back and give you that pass to get into the front of that line for, for at least three rides during the day. Now, there's all these rumors about fast passes when they come back, um, everything from costing money um, for fast passes all day, costing money for three fast passes, for if you stay on property, you get fast passes for free, uh, and if you don't, you have to pay for them. Lots of different things, but bottom line is, we don't have them right now. I would love for them to come back, and I look forward to them coming back. So fast passes comes in at number nine. Number eight is like my favorite ride in, in all of Walt Disney World, and that's Splash Mountain. And Splash Mountain is getting rethemed or reimagined, and I can't wait. And it was like a year ago when they announced a reimagining of Splash Mountain, and it's getting reimagined into a Princess and Frog ride. So if you've been lucky enough to ride it, ride Splash Mountain, you know it is based off of Song of the South, uh, which is a older movie um, with Disney um, with some different things in it so they've decided to reimagine that ride and we won't talk about the reasoning behind that reimagination we're just going to talk about being excited about it changing so I can't wait I can't wait till it's Princess and the Frog I mean it'll be sad to lose some of those amazing characters and songs that are currently on that ride but the Princess and Frog is an amazing movie and it has amazing songs like you know, down in New Orleans, almost there, dig a little deeper, and there's characters that are going to be fantastic on that ride. Uh, I mean, Tiana herself is great, but Dr. Facilier, you've got the uh, Raymond the Lightning Bug, you've got Louis the Alligator, and it's an awesome ride because it's so engaging. There's so many animatronics. There, It's a long ride. It's one of the longest rides in the park. Uh, you do get a little wet, um, so I would definitely recommend you, you know, wearing, you know, something to protect you from getting wet if you don't want to get wet. Um, but it's it's going to be great, and I can't wait. I can't wait to see what they do, and I'm just curious when they're actually going to start because it was a year ago when they said they were going to reimagine it. So we'll see. We'll see when they start that, and and hopefully it gets done quickly, and hopefully. When I go uh, next, it's it's not down, because it is one of my favorite rides, so we'll see. So that was number eight, was the reimagining of Splash Mountain. Can't wait for that to happen. Number seven is getting ready to happen, and I can't wait. And that's Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, and that's coming October 1st. So they're letting that happen uh, for the 50th. Uh, anniversary of Magic Kingdom, and that, but it's actually in Epcot, so don't get that confused. That ride is in Epcot; it's not in Magic Kingdom. But it's October first is when it's opening. I'm sure they'll have a quiet opening before that, but technically, it's opening for the 50th October first. And just to tell you a little bit about what that is, so 
It says, feel like you've shrunk down to Chef Remy's size for a 4D culinary adventure based on the Disney Pixar film Ratatouille. When you're small, life is a big adventure, a recipe for excitement. In this 4D ride experience, join Chef Remy on a daring culinary caper that will captivate all your senses as you zip, dash, and scurry through the bustling kitchen, dining room, and walls of Gusteau's famous Paris restaurant. Now, this ride actually already exists. If you've been lucky enough to go to Disneyland Paris you in France, you've already seen this ride. <laughs> I have not. I have not been over there. However... I heard it's amazing and it looks great and I can't wait to ride it. I can't wait for there to be another great ride in Epcot. And I know many, many um, are looking forward to that. And if you haven't seen pictures of what, what it looks like where they built it, it's just it's tucked behind the France Pavilion. They're going to have a creperie out there. It's got the big uh, Gusto sign up at the top um, in front of the ride. And it just looks really cool and I can't wait to experience that. And uh, I will be there in October, so can't wait for that ride um, to open up and to enjoy it. Um, next, we are going to go to number six. And number six on my list is Run Disney Events. I am looking forward to Run Disney Events coming back to Walt Disney World. Some of you all may not be runners, uh, but I am. I enjoy running. I'm not... <laughs> super great at running but it's my time to get away and and just you know enjoy life and get away from some of the things of the everyday life but running is awesome and run disney is phenomenal i mean they pull out all the stops you get to meet characters you have a fun run most people are wearing costumes it is just if you ever love or enjoy running you should definitely participate in a run disney event if you have not participated now, as I am recording this uh, podcast, <laughs> they actually announced that tomorrow we are going to get an announcement from Run Disney. I don't know what that is yet. Probably should have waited to record this, but tomorrow they are going to announce something from Run Disney. Hopefully it's, hey, there's a 2022 uh, marathon that's going to happen, or maybe it'll be the Princess Weekend that we're going to run. I don't know, but tomorrow they are going to announce it, and I'm super excited for that because Run Disney events are fantastic. They're so much fun. It's such good people that get together to make these things happen. It's amazing to run through the parks. Uh, I've talked about that on different occasions on this podcast, like running through the parks in the early morning, and they used to do evening events, is just phenomenal. Like It's super cool. It's, it's amazing to do. And then, you know, even in the marathon, you're you're potentially even running through parks when people are visiting them, um, like Epcot. You could be running through Epcot while people are there enjoying Epcot. And so it's just super interesting, millions of things to look at while you're running those races. And they offer kids races. Uh, they offer, you know, races for children that's like a mile long um, or even less. And then they offer, you know, three-mile runs, six-mile runs, like 5K, 10K, half marathons, and then once a year they offer the marathon. But Run Disney events, can't wait till they come back. It's number six on my list. I wanted to jump in here real quick. There is an update, breaking news. So talking about Run Disney, um, I came back and edited this uh, podcast just to announce that Run Disney events 
are back. So I definitely recorded this a little bit earlier, but as of now, you all should know if you wanted to know that Run Disney events are back. And it was actually surprising. They are bringing back the Wine and Dine. So that's this November. November 4th through the 7th is the Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend, which surprised me uh, because I didn't think they would bring races back, uh, potentially even until next February. But Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend is November 4th through the 7th. And then Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend is January 5th through the 9th. So this is the only time where Disney actually runs a full marathon. And they run the gamut of races for this uh, race as well. I mean, full, half, 10K, 5K, kids races. You can even sign up to do them all and get some cool different uh, medals along the way to do to do them all. But very exciting. So the regular marathon is January 5th through the 9th. They announced Disney Princess Half Marathon is February 24th through the 27th. And then new to the Run Disney races is what they call Run Disney Springtime Surprise Weekend, which historically this is when the Star Wars race was, where they did an annual Star Wars race event. Um, However, they alluded that that was going to be going away, and so now they have what they call Springtime Sun Surprise Weekend. So with this Springtime Surprise Weekend, they were going to surprise what that theme is going to be. I don't know when they'll announce that, but I'm guessing, you know, some years it may be Star Wars, some years it may be Avengers, some years it may be Pixar, some years it may be ride-related, it could be food-related. Who knows, right? I mean, it, it hasn't existed before, but really excited. Just wanted to jump back in real quick and let you know that Run Disney did announce that they are back up and going. I would highly recommend, if this is something you're interested in, to be on that computer ready to go on those dates uh, that that they um, say are available to sign up and register. There's pre-registration for special members um, in the Run Disney Club. However, everyone else has to go to general registration. Used to pass holders, DVC members, um, Disney Vacation Club could register early for these events. Not right now. I don't know if that's ever going to come back, but um, everybody's going to be at their computer on that morning trying to get those uh, reservations to go run their hearts out. So anyway, just want to jump in, give you that update, and now back to our regular programming. Going to my top five things that I can't wait for or I'm looking forward to coming to Disney World. Number five is Space 220. So Space 220 is a restaurant that's going to be in Magic I mean, in Epcot, and it is actually going to be owned and operated, or it's going to be operated by the Patina Group, which operates many different restaurants within Walt Disney World, but I am super excited about it. Um, Originally, they announced that Space 220 would open um, by the holiday season two years ago, and then it became obvious that that wasn't going to happen. Um, You know, there was basically building of that, and then COVID came along, and then we were like, okay, well, potentially it could open up. And then, long story short, hopefully it opens soon. I think it. I think they're saying in the fall now. Maybe for that 50th uh, in October. Maybe for the 50th anniversary of Magic Kingdom time frame when all those people are going to be there, we'll get it open. I know they've been posting different things for Space 220 as far as uh, people to apply to work there, servers, bartenders, etc. 
but it is supposed to be super cool. So if you don't know anything about it, let me read you a little bit of something about it. It says, Mission Control invites you to join the crew at Space 220 for an expedition like no other. The planets have aligned for you to be a part of this of the latest cutting edge and out of this world restaurant. Help ensure a smooth departure as guests blast off to enter the International Space Station suspended 220 miles above the Earth's surface and assist in delivering an unmatched intergalactic dining experience with stellar views and gourmet menu offerings. Space 220 is truly the height of dining. And this I took from the Disney Tourist blog because I really enjoy them. And so I, and, and they wrote this. It says, The actual description of the dining experience sounds equally immersive. To begin the voyage at Space 220 Restaurant, guests will board a special space elevator that will ascend to the stars. Along the way, viewports will give you an aerial view of Epcot as you travel high above the planet. Upon your arrival, guests will enjoy a celestial panorama from the space station with the ability to peer out and enjoy amazing daytime nighttime views of earth from 220 miles up if the concept art is accurate space 220 will have tiered seating making it like coral reef so coral reef is a restaurant that's in epcot where you can see uh, into the aquarium there and the living seas pavilion which is super cool but Anyway, it could be making it like coral reef, but in outer space. Rather than windows into aquarium, there will be screens and projection technology simulating our outer space. Sorry to ruin the magic, but it's not actually 220 miles up. The actual building is three stories high and doesn't have windows. It does look awesome and amazing, and I can't wait to experience this restaurant. Hopefully it is up and going um, this fall, but we will see. If it makes you feel like you go up into space and you're eating up there, I mean, how cool is that? I mean, that would be amazing. And so this, this, like I said, there's no date of when it opens, but this is going to be an amazing dining experience and can't wait for it to come out and open. So that's that's number five on my list, Space 220 Restaurant. It's located right behind Mission Space or beside Mission Space there in Epcot. Hopefully that gets open and we can uh, we can all go there. Now to number four. Number four for me is Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Now Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is something super unique and it's a thing that Disney hasn't really done and really anybody for that for that for that reason. It's essentially a hotel and it's going to be kind of right outside of Hollywood Studios. And the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is a Halicon Star Cruiser, and you allegedly are going to feel like you are on this Star Cruiser for a two-night all-immersive adventure. And it's supposed to be really cool. And just to read you some things that Disney says, it says, "Come, Come live your very own epic Star Wars story. Launch pods. Arrive at the terminal, enter a launch pod, jump to hyperspace, and rendezvous with the Holocon Star Cruiser. Um, as the launch pod docks with the glamorous Star Cruiser known for exotic expeditions in a galaxy far, far away. So you're going to get there to this hotel and get in a pod, and it's going to make make you feel like you're going to the going up into space to the Star Cruiser, where you're going to have a two day stay. Um, there's more to come on whether or not you're going to go off off planet or dock into another planet because there was talks that 
while on that Star Cruiser, you were going to go over to Hollywood Studios to get Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which I think they're still going to do that, but I don't really know how that's going to work. Um, and then just some different things um, about that Star Cruiser that Disney's put out there. It talks about the atrium, so it says, Discover the heart of the Halicon Star Cruiser, a welcoming place where crew and passengers gather. I, I guess it's just going to be an area where they're going to have, you know, stormtroopers in there or Chewbacca or different characters and, and they've actually started hiring for positions for this or I have hired actually because I know I've seen them out there so it'll be interesting there's the bridge so like the bridge of the ship where you can operate the ship's navigation defense defense systems under the crew's guidance so there's going to be you know people there that are going to be crew and they're going to help you guide and do the different stuff with the ship which I think is going to be super cool. Essentially, this ship is going to be like going on a cruise. It's going to be um, all-inclusive where you go there and it's going to be like you're flying in space. But you're going to be actually in a hotel. But it's almost like you're doing an actual cruise um, on the water and the seas because you're going to be stuck there. <laughs> doing the things on the ship, eating on the ship as if you were up in space. And some of those experiences or amenities are like wielding a lightsaber. So they're going to have an experience where you get to wield a lightsaber and test your skills. I mean, each of your cabins has a window into space um, with a view of like ships and whatever. I'm guessing it'll be kind of like Space 220 where you're looking out into space um, where in your when you're in your stateroom. Um, as far as dining, there's going to be something called the Sublight Lounge where um, it's going to be some sort of galactic lounge where um, people can gather and get together. And I, and I know depictions of it showed them playing Sabacc or like a card game like that's in uh, a lot of the Star Wars movies. And then there's going to be a dining room called the Crown of Karelia um, where it's going to be first-class cuisine and, and it's going to be cool and and who knows so i'm guessing you go there and they're going to take you um in another pod potentially over to uh, black spire outpost or galaxy's edge from this star cruiser and so it's just something that's totally unique it's something i could see if it works that they rolled this out to a bunch of different places like they could have these two-day all-immersive uh, hotels built wherever in the country and they could be Disney owned and they don't have to be Star Wars they could be something else so I think it's an experiment for them just to see how well it works and if people enjoy it and then they may roll that out so it's supposed to be pretty expensive there's no pricing out now but I'm guessing that um, you know it's for that two days for one person it's probably going to be if I had to guess at least over two thousand um, dollars if not more because if you think about it the highest end um the highest end rooms on disney property can be you know eight nine hundred dollars for just a basic room and so if you're getting food and all that and you're there for two nights it's it's going to be pretty expensive more to come on that we're not sure when that's opening uh but i am excited about it I definitely want to try it depending on the price we'll see if that happens and how quick that happens whenever um, you know we're whenever that gets announced so we'll see but I'm excited about it. it's the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser it's number four on my list of things that I'm most excited about with Disney World number three is Tron light cycle run 
So this was supposed to open as part of the 50th celebration here October 1st. Still doesn't have an opening date. If I had to guess, I am thinking it's probably early 2022, maybe mid-2022. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it, it's going to be awesome, though. I mean, if you want a spoiler, you can go check because it, Shanghai and Disney there, um, they already have this ride. So if you want a spoiler and know what it's going to be like, you can check that out. But it's a semi-enclosed um, launch steel motorbike roller coaster attraction. And so the seats are similar to like flights of passage where you sit on it kind of like a motorcycle where you're like leaning forward um, and you're kind of snug in there. And, uh, you know, as the name suggests, the roller coaster is based on the Tron. You know, it starts with guests entering a huge gravity show building where they step onto a grid and board their own light cycle. So it's it's all enclosed in a dark building just like you know space mountain or the guardians rewind that's going to be there um, a rock and roller coaster but it's huge it's a huge huge building i know you can see it uh there in magic kingdom it's right behind the barnstormer you can get a really good view of the construction that's going on there you can also see it in tomorrowland you can ride the tomorrowland transit authority people mover and get a good view of it but I'm excited. I can't wait uh, till it's up and going. It's going to be super cool. The Tron Light Cycle Run is number three on my list of things that I am most excited about within Walt Disney World. Number two, it's another coaster, and it's Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. And this ride is coming to Epcot. So once again, no idea when this is coming and it was supposed to be open i think again for the 50th uh the construction's going going steadily and it's uh super cool i mean it is it's a huge building huge huge building i know when i ran my last run for uh disney at disney world we ran past this building or back behind it um, because sometimes you run not in the parks but like right outside the parks. I don't remember if it was the last Star Wars run I did or if it was the marathon, but we ran past this. And this building on the backside is massive and it is going to be awesome. And I think it comes at number two on my list because I don't, I don't have any idea what this is. Like there's not one already built somewhere. It's something that's totally new and I am super excited about it i mean it's supposedly a storytelling roller coaster according to disney you know it's going to be a coaster that the ride vehicle can rotate 360 degrees as you're going in there there's going to be screens throughout the building and it's all indoors so you're going to be on this coaster and if you haven't seen the ride vehicles they look similar to remy's ratatouille if you've seen what those look like but you're going to sit in these things, but they they rotate on the actual roller coaster track. So it's going to be wild. It's going to be a wild ride um, on this Guardians of the Galaxy Rewind. And I can't wait. I can't wait to experience it. I love the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, so I'm sure it'll be funny, entertaining, and the music that goes with those movies is just phenomenal. So I can't wait to hear the music, be on this crazy ride. Hopefully it doesn't get me too dizzy with these rotating cars on a roller coaster, but it's supposed to be for all ages. Like there's gonna be a height requirement, but it, it acts as if kids of all ages can do it. So we shall see. And and this ride is also an Epcot and, and part of Future World that's gonna be new. And so I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. 
Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, number two on my list. Let's go back through before I talk about number one. Number 10 was Walt Disney World Railroad. Number nine was Fast Passes. Number eight was Splash Mountain Reimagining. Number seven was Ratatouille. Number six was Run Disney Events. Number five was Space 220. Number four was Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Number three was Tron Light Cycle Run. Number two was Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Number one thing that I am looking forward to coming back to Disney or what's coming to Disney are fireworks. Man, if I missed fireworks. And fireworks are right around the corner. They're, they're coming here in July. So awesome, awesome. But what I'm talking about with fireworks are the two new shows with fireworks. And I can't wait. I can't wait for these new shows. They're supposedly going to be amazing. And so let me just read this. And like I said, this came from Disney Tours blog too. So I want to make sure I give them the credit. But um, this is about Harmonious. And Harmonious is the... Uh, these are going to be the fireworks that are taking place in Epcot. So I'm just going to read you what they wrote because I thought they said it well. It says, Harmonious will be the largest ever Walt Disney World nighttime spectacular. Essentially a fireworks show on steroids and the permanent replacement for illuminations. Harmonious will celebrate how the music of Disney inspires people the world over. It will bring to World Showcase Lagoon an innovative toolkit of massive floating set pieces that house a variety of show effects, including custom-built LED panels, choreographed moving fountains, colorful lights, lasers, pyrotechnics, and more. Harmonious is a beautifully crafted nighttime spectacular presenting a dreamscape of music and and imagery from Disney animated films, reimagined by diverse cultural musicians and artists from around the world. Walt Disney Imagineering describes it as transformative experience, where we can discover how Disney music has the power to inspire and unite us all. I mean, if you're a Disney fan and that doesn't get you motivated to go see the show or to get excited about Harmonious, then shame on you. But I can't wait. I know Epcot Forever was the last show I saw at Epcot. And Epcot Forever was supposed to be the gap between Illuminations and Harmonious. And Epcot Forever was cool. I mean, it was definitely cool. They had a bunch of fireworks and, you know, music. And they had these kites getting flown by jet skis. It was super cool. But, man, Harmonious sounds epic. And hopefully I don't get, I'm not getting my hopes up. But it sounds amazing. And I can't wait for Harmonious. And so October 1st, uh, Harmonious begins. I will be there in October. Can't wait. For harmonious to begin but it's gonna supposed to start october 1st celebrate uh 50th anniversary magic kingdom so harmonious gonna be awesome can't can't wait to see that but also that just got announced is uh disney enchantment so disney just announced brand new nighttime spectacular disney enchantment which day it's going to debut on that 50th anniversary on october 1st for the magic kingdom it's going to feature enhanced lighting stunning fireworks and for the first time ever projection effects all the way down main street so we had projection on cinderella's castle like happily ever after is one of my like like my favorite thing at disney world it's the nighttime fireworks show and projection show on the castle well 
Disney Enchantment is coming October 1st. I don't know if we'll ever see Happily Ever After again. I hope we do because I absolutely love Disney's Happily Ever After. I love the music. I love the story. I love the fireworks. I love the projections. It was just phenomenal. And it, it is literally my favorite thing at Disney. So I hope Disney Enchantment gets me there too. I hope it's just as phenomenal. And I think it will be. I'm interested to see how they take uh, projections all the way down Main Street because those projections are gonna have to come from the tops, I guess, of this each side of Main Street. However, there's usually people in Main Street, so I don't know how far those projections will go down unless it's some sort of new technology. It'll be interesting, but Disney you know, announced that that's coming and I had no clue that that was coming October 1st. And I can't wait, I mean, Happily Ever After has been there for a little while, um, so we'll see. We'll see what enchantment brings us, and you know I'm gonna get my hopes up too because it was literally my favorite thing within Disney was Happily Ever After. So we shall see what Disney Enchantment is all about and everything in October, and hopefully it's stellar, amazing, and you know hopefully I feel the same way I do when I watch Happily Ever After and see everybody's smiling faces. So we shall see. So that was my top 10 items that are top 10 things that I'm looking forward to at Disney World. Hopefully you guys are looking forward to these as well. Maybe there's something that you're looking forward to that wasn't on this list. Um, I'd love to hear about it. If you could, please uh, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you, uh, you know, leave me a review. Give me five stars on Apple Podcasts if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts. Thank you all for your time today. I hope you all are excited about your next Disney World trip. And if you don't have one, it's time to start planning because what a magical place. Thank you guys for your time today. Have a magical day.